0: Hi everybody, my name is Mike Manning.
1: And I'm Trinity French.
0: And we are your business coaches at wired to change
1: With the number two.
0: We are here to help you grow your business to the level you want it to be so you can enjoy the life of a small business owner. And
1: that life is amazing, (laughs) Mike Manning.
0: It's uh, easier to call in sick as a business owner than as an employee, right Trinity? (laughs)
1: Yes, it absolutely is. But then you have to deal with the repercussions of the big boss.
0: Yes, you do. And we all know about the uh, HBIC.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, every oh no- yeah.
0: Every now and then, there's ugly head. So
1: go ahead, Mike.
0: Oh, I was going to move on to business, but go ahead with your. Uh...
1: No, I was okay. just going to say um, we are doing this first time via um, virtual meeting. We're recording it so people can actually watch us doing our podcast. <laughs> okay. And it is normally that I'm in the studio with Mike, but today I'm in my home office because I may have been exposed to some COVID, so we don't want anyone to get the Rona, So we're just practicing very safe social distancing by doing this virtually.
0: Yep. So just me and Drago in here, lonely, missing our, missing our Trinity. So <laughs> the English Trinity, like, cause you got the French Trinity from Courtney. Yeah. So we would be the podcasting Trinity then? Oh,
1: yeah. (laughs) We're amazing. We're an amazing trio um, coming to you straight from Purple Comma Studios and Trinity's Home Office.
0: Uh, There you go. So today we're going to talk about our mastermind groups. And it can be a shameless plug if you just want to do a shameless plug, but there's always a method to our madness. And if you go to wiredtochange.com with the number two and in the upper right hand corner, click on events, it will take you to our three mastermind groups that will start in uh, last day, of November and uh, early December.
1: Yep. And we're very excited about these three groups. Um, one of them actually came about because our first mastermind group was such a success and our participants asked us to host a. Um, second one for them to join. So that was really exciting. And to know that they got so much out of it that they wanted to continue it felt pretty good.
0: Yeah, we're very excited about that. Uh, Trinity and I, we've talked about this before. We both love the mastermind format because there's always a specific topic to talk about, but you have input from so many different people because there's no one way to do everything.
1: Right, right. So, I don't know if everyone listening knows exactly what a mastermind group is, but we would love to share with you. And when um, we do our mastermind groups, we follow a pretty traditional formula. And a mastermind group is a peer to peer mentoring group. In our case, it's facilitated by two amazing coaching experts, myself <laughs> and Mike. And in this peer to peer format, we have a topic each week that we Um, give about five to seven minutes, just of background information on, and then our participants actually get to ask each other questions, answer questions. And then of course, if they have things that they want our input on, we throw our two cents in there as well. Um, The concept was coined in 1925 by one of my favorite authors. Mike, do you know who it was?
0: Uh, Napoleon Hill.
1: Yes. Woo woo. Yes. So in his book, The Law of Success, he describes it in great detail. And the best way that I can describe a mastermind group is to say that if we were like batteries, if you have one battery on its own, you might be able to power a flashlight. But if you put 12 of those batteries together, you can hold, you can harness a whole lot more power and maybe light up an entire room. So that's the power of being in a mastermind group is that you are gaining expertise and influence and even some accountability from the people that are participating with you.
0: That's one of the reasons why you should seek out different people because we all have different experiences. We all have different areas of expertise. If I were to find four other 59 year old white guys with a wife and two kids, eh, you know, and am I get am I gonna get, get any variety there? But with Trinity and I, we're completely different, so we see things different. Not only because of the way we were uh, brought up, and but also the way we're wired. Then you throw Drago in there, completely different background. He sees different things. So you want to surround your, yourself with different people because you never know how they see things. And somebody, I promise you, every day will say something that'll make you go. Ooh, I never thought of that. Or, you know, I've thought of that, but I didn't know how that would work. But the way you explain it, I should be doing that now. And yeah, that's just, that's gold right of there. That
1: and have been meaning to put it into practice, but have been procrastinating on it, um, which is actually one of the biggest things that came out of our last mastermind group was that the majority of the members really wanted to work on procrastination. And we know that being a business owner, there are a lot of shiny objects that come our way and can definitely take our focus off of the end game, um, which is why we love these mastermind groups because it really helped get some people refocused um, and get them out of that rut of procrastination.
0: Most of us know when we sit down and look at the things we're supposed to do, what we're supposed to do, we, we, we mostly know that. It's a question of engaging that, and when you get into a room, be it virtual or real, with people who, like you, want to learn and want to grow, and everybody's moving in the same direction at roughly the same pace, a lot of good things happen, folks. So if you have a chance to be involved in a mastermind group, try that once, but you have to have a little bit of thick skin, Mm -hmm. And be a little bit vulnerable because you may say something in the room. They're not going to ever come out and say, that's the dumbest thing we've ever heard. But they're going to say, you know, I disagree with that a little bit, but here's why. Rarely do you get, well, geez, I'm not not even going to respond to that. That's such a bad idea. You can disagree with someone, but you need to say why and put it into context. So, like I said, you got to have a little thick skin sometimes. But for the most part, you're going to learn a bunch of new stuff.
1: And not only is it great for learning new things, it's also an amazing way to network and get to know some other business owners that will continue to be um, raving fans of yours because they've had such a good insight into your business. Um, I was a part of a mastermind group ages ago and I'm still in contact with a lot of the people that were in that group. Unfortunately, it didn't have as good facilitators as (laughs) the group that that we have. And sometimes the conversations ran away a little bit, but you tend to gravitate towards a couple of people that you meet in that group. And I have done tons of business as well as learned absolutely more than I could have ever imagined from the people that were in that original mastermind with me. So I'm a huge, huge fan of the mastermind.
0: The majority of our focus is on sales and marketing, but there's so many different things that go into it that a lot of times you don't realize, oh, that is sales. And you and I've had this conversation that anytime you are talking with a client, you are selling Mm
1: -hmm. because
0: you're either trying to bring them on, you're trying to retain them or you're trying to upgrade them. Yep. Life is a whole lot easier Keeping clients and going to find new ones?
1: Absolutely. Client retention is one of the things that we touch on a lot during our mastermind groups, as well as engaging new clients. And of course, my favorite topic, getting referrals from those happy <laughs> clients.
0: Oh, no, yeah.
1: Because a referred client is the cheapest form of client that you can possibly get other than repeat business. So we love, love, love referrals.
0: And that is the ultimate validation when one of your clients refers somebody they trust to you. Amen. That's all you need to know. Now a testimonial on your website's wonderful, but that's one of the things you really need to know is how am I connecting with my clients is if they refer people to you. So Mm -hmm. one of the, one of the masterminds is called systems and processes, which Trinity will be doing because if you listen to the show, you know, that's how she's wired. But when you look at this, there all of these elements are tied to sales and marketing, yet it wouldn't really think so. The first one is clients. That's easy, because without clients, you can't have any business. Right. So we'll talk about how to identify them, how to onboard them, because it's one thing to identify them. It's one thing to bring them on board as a client. And then once you get them on board, you the, the retention part of it, like Trinity said, and that can come in all kinds of forms of you treated them so well that they wouldn't want to go anywhere else. Something you do very well is you touch base with them, Mm -hmm. but at some point in time, you're always providing them value.
1: Right. And one of the systems that's really important with clients is what does your client care process look like? So from the point that that person has agreed that they're going to pay you money for your product or service, Uh, We help our masterminders to dig into what does that system and process look like? What are some of the things that are working in the one that you already have? Or maybe you're going, I don't think that I even have a system for what happens with my client service once I have a client. And that's definitely a spot where we can step in and help out um, and just ask the right questions to help you put into place what is going to be that system that, every employee that you have is trained to do the same that everybody knows that that's the way that you take care of it mike uses um his example of his favorite place chick-fil-a you know they are some really well-trained employees and they follow a very proven system and process to get the results that they want um i am a fan of amazon because i feel like their client care is amazing and they wouldn't still be in business if they didn't have as much repeat business as they do.
0: Speaking of Amazon, Becky's a big Amazon fan and we ordered a floor heater for our screened in porch. So when we sit outside and it's Ooh. just cool enough, but we don't sit out there, we we ordered a fan of, of heater that oscillates. This one just ost, it never lated. So, <laughs> so we boxed it up, we took it to Kohl's Amazon takes it back. No discussion. They refunded the money. And while we're at Kohl's, we got a 25% coupon. Yep. And we shopped there and spent 160 bucks. And I swear we bought $400 worth of stuff. But it's that kind of client care. That's how easy Amazon makes it for you. Just box it up and send it back.
1: And how smart was Kohl's to do that?
0: Oh, yeah. That partnership
1: with Amazon is driving so much traffic into their stores. And one of the things that we talk about a lot in our mastermind groups is how you develop strategic partnerships within other industries that can feed clients to both of you. And strategic partnerships are really important, and if you haven't yet thought about what your strategic partnerships are, then that's a question that you should be asking yourself and how you can develop those relationships, maximize on those relationships, and put some things in place, like how Amazon and Kohl's have a um, symbiotic relationship where you both benefit from each other.
0: Going back to your client care process, in our mastermind, we had one of our members that had a real nice account with a big company. They only had a relationship with one of the department heads, and that department head left one day, and they knew no. Ouch. They knew no one else in the company, so guess what the new person did? Came in and Replaced changed, him. right? Mm-hmm. So that's one of the things we talked about: is no multiple people there because we've all heard the stories. Oh, new person coming in. They're going to bring up bringing the people that they know or the systems they know, and that's fair. If that's what you know and it's worked for you, you know, bring it with you. That's one of the reasons you were hired. But if this person and they acknowledge this, had known three to four other people there and had that relationship, then those other two or three people could have told the new person, no, 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 just keep them right there. They take such good care of us. We we don't even need to look at that. But because they only knew the one person who left, they lost a an okay account, but they acknowledged and that, it and and will and readjusted.
1: And that's part of what should come up when you're doing a SWOT analysis, which is another super important tool to implement in your business. But when you're thinking of outside threats, that is a threat to a business is not having enough of those key relationships to maintain your accounts or not having a system in place to make sure that you're in front of all the right people at the right times.
0: And you could do something as simple as just bring lunch, get with the contact you know, find it when their manager's meeting is, and just bring by lunch or bring by breakfast. If it's a morning meeting, just to say hi. Well, more importantly, thank you for the business. We -hmm. just wanted to say hi. Hope you enjoyed the donuts and the coffee or something. But it can be that simple And again, folks, think in your life when somebody took the time to send you something, was it as much the gift or the fact that they took the effort to find you, make a card, find a gift, something you'd mentioned, you know, a year ago? But it's usually it's the effort that people are going to acknowledge. And so if they'd have just gone by and brought some donuts, some coffee, that might have made the difference. They're going to do that now but it's those type of things that allow you to raise your odds of keeping clients.
1: A hundred percent. Another couple of topics that we're going to be discussing during our systems and processes mastermind group are systems and processes around goal setting, which is one of the most underutilized things that um, can really help to, not only grow your business, but to also make sure that your business, if it's in a growth phase, isn't going to hit a brick wall. And that can be just as devastating because what we found is that most business owners, when things start going really well, they start spending more money. And then they're coming to us and they're like, why is my PL all whacked out? Well, because you hit a really big growth phase, but you didn't have the right systems in place to either handle the influx of clients or continue that growth phase. And now you're struggling because you were getting ready, you you were spending money that's no longer coming in.
0: And the other thing small business owners do when things start getting so good, and you know, this is going to continue forever. They quit marketing. Right. If your goal is 10 phone calls a day, And you did 10 phone calls a day for pick a time frame and all of a sudden things blew up and you were getting to where you want to be. Why do you back off then? That's when you Mm -hmm. should drill down and understand things even more. So you know that those 10 calls, but six of those were to this group, which returned 75% of the revenue. Okay, so let's move the other four calls to that group. So all 10 of those calls are going to that group. But that's when you should really be drilling down on your numbers because when things do slow down, there's no pipeline because you haven't been calling any, you haven't been doing your 10 calls a day for three or four or five months. And then you wonder, what the hell happened? Well, you happened. That's the
1: worst spot to be in.
0: And that's the worst time to make decisions. Mm-hmm. is when there's not much going on cuz then you then you veer away from who you are and what you want to do. So always drill down and get even more scout yourself better when you're making money and things are going well and figure out how to stay there.
1: Exactly. And another feature of our sales and marketing mastermind is talking about how to improve the processes that you currently have in place. So I love process improvement. Um, If you haven't researched um, the term Kaizen, it is something that um, is absolutely one of the foundational principles that any small business owner should be aware of. And it's absolutely something that can transform your business just by doing a little bit of research as to root cause analysis. If you're having a problem in a system or a process, going backwards and figuring out where that's stemming from is going to help you from having other, and it might even solve other issues along the way. Um, But Kaizen is all about continuously improving all of the parts of your systems and your processes and a lot of people see a big business that's just thriving and what they don't see are all the small improvements that were made along the way that led to that great success. Amazon didn't just all of a sudden have a partner, you know, they didn't start with a partnership with Kohl's. They didn't start with um, this great client experience for returning products. That's something that came from them just slowly tweaking and adding things. And, you know, they added their partnership with Whole Foods and they keep just improving their processes. And I'm sure that somewhere, Amazon, they probably have an entire team dedicated to doing nothing other than reviewing their systems and processes and figuring out ways to make them better.
0: If I remember right, Trinity, Amazon started as a book reseller.
1: They did. So
0: how could they get to the point where they and Google are running the world?
1: It's crazy, right? <laughs> it really is. It, and so many small business owners, when you're starting out, you have a vision and a dream, but it's you just don't always know where it's gonna go. I'm pretty sure that when they started Amazon, they couldn't have expected that it would be this conglomerate that it is now that's basically changing the way that shipping and product delivery is happening around the world.
0: Look at all these other retailers like Walmart and everybody else that are that are forced now to start delivering mm-hmm. just to keep up with Amazon. And you're right. You don't know that, but that's why, and we talk about this all the time. Trinity preaches, write your business plan in pencil because things change. And that's good because change usually just means new information, whether it's COVID or holy cow, I found a new ideal client base that I never knew. Who knew I would find uh, homeschool moms? Didn't even see that coming. And then you start marketing to homeschool moms and you watch your numbers go through the roof. So lot, usually changes new information.
1: Yeah, or information that you had and you weren't paying attention to. And that's one of the greatest benefits of working with a small business coach is that we're here to point those things out to you and make sure that you're not losing out on some of the work that you've already done. And it's just really easy, like we said at the beginning of the episode, to get bogged down at either in the details or to get distracted by shiny things. Wow. I just joined a Facebook group for business owners with ADHD, and it was just cracking me up because we have uh, – there's so many people that have these struggles – of just being completely derailed because you think that you have another idea, but you haven't even executed on the first idea that you had.
0: One of the other fun things to talk about in systems and processes, and you wouldn't think this has to do much with sales, but it's about employees. Mm -hmm. And if you think about a bad employee you have had, there's a couple things that come from that. One is, you generally spend an inordinate amount of time managing them and they don't produce. And Trinity's very fond of saying you hire slow and you fire quick. Yes. And there's a reason for that because you've got to cut ties fast because a lot of times it's about the culture in the business. If you've got somebody that because everybody knows who's late for the Tuesday eight, nine o'clock meeting. We all know Mm -hmm. that. We all generally know who's not hitting their numbers. We know who doesn't stay late. So most of the fellow workers, we know who the go-getters are, who the rising stars are, and who are the ones that, why are they still here are.
1: Completely can contribute to um, improved morale among your other employees. And it's amazing what the perform how everyone else's performance takes a huge um, jump up when you get rid of those low low performers.
0: If you um,
1: and being able to ask the right questions during an interview, this is something that we're working with a couple of our clients on right now that are getting ready to scale their businesses and we take them through a series of exercises to make sure that their core values are in alignment with the people that they're bringing on board. Because if your core values aren't in alignment with the people that you have joining your team, then they're not gonna fit in the fabric of your organization.
0: We can teach people to do a lot of things. You can't teach them to care So when you have an employee, especially if you're, let's say you're a trades company, a residential cleaner, carpet cleaner, landscaper, something like that, painter, and you send them into somebody's house, what are their core values? A lot of people, like, they'll scribble down honesty, dependability, and reliability. It's like, well, what does that mean and we have to get them to explain what that means because they're just, it's just a word and everybody claims that. Great customer service, always on time. We answer, you know, no, you don't, so. And those but,
1: should be values that everybody adheres to. Yes,
0: yeah. So, And
1: that is an exercise that we love taking our clients through because core values are things that are very unique to your company and to the people that work within your organization they are not aspirational values and they're not, um, you know, kind of the gimmicky things that should just be a given.
0: Yeah. So when Trinity sends one of her team members into a house, there are certain things expected of them. And that's a core value. Mm-hmm. It's as simple as, well, first of all, is, has the checklist been followed? So when right. the buyer and the seller are there, Are all these things lined up? So those questions are answered. That's, I don't know what word you would put on that, but that's a core value of Trinity and her team.
1: That's actually a core value at Hunter Row, and we call that um, follow the process.
0: Yes, and there's a reason for that because it's proven. But then it's the simple things of how respectful are they going to be of a seller's house when they're in there? Do they take their shoes off? Do they clean up after they're done? Do they just little things?
1: Absolutely. So I would love for any of our listeners that are out there in listener land or viewing land, for those of you that are watching us on our very first ever broadcasted, uh, well, video broadcasted. um, Our Our
0: broadcasted podcasted.
1: Yes, Okay. Uh, would love for you to join us for our Sales and Systems, the pro- uh, Systems and Processes podcast, while that was a lot to get out. Um, and then we have two more that are going to be going on around the same time. So the Systems and Processes starts December 3rd and that will run for five weeks. And then we have two other um mastermind groups that are just as awesome. The first is, um, our sales and marketing two, which is for, um, people that have already been through our first mastermind group. And also we would let other people come into that group as long as they, um, feel comfortable that they already have the baseline knowledge from group one
0: this will be a working podcast. The first one we did for sales and marketing was more of kind of about a 10,000-foot view of expectations and some systems and just understanding what those are. Now it's down and dirty. Uh, we've talked about uh, we talked about all the time identifying your ideal client. So now we're going to put on paper who that is and in the next week, how are you going to touch base with 10 of them? Instead of just, oh, all my ideal clients are business owners 90 days or less in business. Okay, that was mastermind number one to understand that. Now is, okay, when you come back next Monday, you're going to bring a list of all the people, all of your ideal clients that you've contacted, how you contacted them, what they said, did they call you back, what led, what came out of the conversation, and, and just talk about that because it's got to be hands-on and in a couple different uh, weeks we will do sales plans on different projects that you have going in your company so you will set up those whether it, who you know it can, whatever they are they are for your business but we're going to we're going to write actual plans for things you have going on in your company so this will be a working mastermind group
1: Nothing is better than a written plan. And (laughs) we know that plans that are written down are 80% more likely to get done than ones that are just in your brain.
0: And it's always good to have an accountability partner because we folks, I know you reluctantly admit this, but we're our own worst accountability partners.
1: (laughs) That we are because we can usually figure out ways to, get out of doing the things that we tell ourselves we should do.
0: Your brain keeps you from doing most things. your brain, most your brain keeps you away from danger a lot and danger and peril are, Oh, I don't know. That's too risky. I don't do that. So we'll sit here on a Thursday and you know what, by Tuesday, I'm going to have that finished. And the next thing you know, it's January. Like, well, I'm going to, I'm going to get to that next week. I, I know I need to do that. I'm going to keep getting at that. But if you have an accountability partner, it'd be nice if it was a coach. be nicer if it was us. But it could just be somebody you know through your networking world that is a small business owner. You two share common values, and you meet twice a month. Hey, here's the list. Here's what I told you I was going to do two weeks ago. I did eight out of ten, but here's why I didn't get to the other two. Because there's, usually there's a reason. The first eight may have kept you so busy or so good you couldn't get to the other two but find an accountability partner. And then the other part of that is we're actually going to, we're going to make people, I think we're comfortable in saying we're going to make people go to networking events. Mm -hmm. Because talk is cheap. Uh, We're actually doing these. So you're, they're going to identify their key networking events to go to and whichever one they are, they are, and then they're going to go to them And then they're gonna report back what happened during the event, what'd you do before the event, what'd you do during the event, what'd you do after the event. You can't just What a great
1: way to just dive in and the activity that we do now, between now and January first, is going to be what fills the pipeline for the beginning of the year. So coming into a mastermind group, you know, in November and December, that is very focused, hyper-focused on sales and marketing is going to be a giant launch pad for success come January and February.
0: And we don't know what January and February are going to be like. We're in the middle of the flu season. COVID numbers, as of right now, COVID numbers are spiking. Uh, President-elect Biden, I'm not getting political, is talking about working with the states in the, the local municipalities to get people to wear their mask more. Mm-hmm. So all, if all these things happen, if they don't happen, what's it going to do? But January and February and even March are still wild cards for businesses. So that's another reason, back to Trinity's point, of getting a running start into January 1 of 2021. And then, of course, in the sales and marketing uh, mastermind group, we're going to talk about elevator pitches. And we have a program called Pitch Your Niche. And I'm having a lot of fun with this because a lot of folks don't know how to construct a 30 second elevator pitch. 30 we're,
1: second, 60 second, yeah, however matter. long you need it to be it needs to be something that is engaging and tells a story. And I love that Mike is meeting with our clients and um, really helping them to hone in on their message and be able to deliver it in a way that they feel really confident. And we've been getting great feedback from your clients so far that have gone through this program.
0: I'm enjoying it because it comes easy to me. I don't like big words. I don't understand a lot of phrases. What does expert customer service mean? Like Trini said earlier, that should be your norm. Good customer service should be your norm. It shouldn't be something you brag about. And I was working with a travel agent about a week ago, and she is special needs certified because she had a child with special, special needs, and they traveled for years. And we talked about it. They were going to a group uh, a couple of days ago, and she talked about that. And one of the things we talk about in these elevator pitches are connecting with people on a personal level. And I told her in the middle of her 30 seconds, she needs to take a breath and look up at the folks in the room and say, folks, I've been there with you. I know what that's like trying to plan a trip for someone with special needs, whether it's just mobility or they have to have special pillows and clothes washed a different way, whatever it is. But she kind of stopped, raised her hand, said, folks, I've walked in your shoes. I know what that's like. I can help you. After the event, two people came up and said hi. Working with another client, their company pressure washes the outside of houses. So you know what they, because I said, what do you really do? I said, I know you pressure wash houses, but you can't mention that or your company name. So now I ask you, what do you really do? And she said, well, we give people their weekend back because on average, it takes about six hours to pressure wash a house with a rented pressure washer from Lowe's. I said, there's Mm -hmm. your 32nd right there. Just say, folks. What are you going to plan this weekend? What are you going to do this weekend since you don't have to pressure wash your house? Because I'm going to come do it. And we, I tell them all the time, put their world in their head. Don't give them the answer. Say, Bob, you know, if we come do your house on this weekend, you can do this, this, and this. Ask them what they would do at that time. It may be completely, completely different. They may be able to go to the beach for the weekend. And you'd have never thought of telling them that. So we love doing that. But that elevator pitch is part of your sales and marketing plan. Because some, if you're at a networking event and you get 30 seconds, that may be the only 30 seconds somebody ever hears from or about you. So you better connect. It better be personal. And you need to solve a problem. You need to give something to the client. Time, money, knowledge, whatever it is. But don't stand up there for 28 seconds and give us the history of your company. Hey, we've been here 20 years, we're AA rated, we have great customer service, we have loyal employees, they'll, do any, they'll go the extra miles, like blah, 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 that bores me. So I know if it bores me, others are bored, so don't do that. What do you do? If you make people smile, then damn it, tell, tell them you make them smile because you do this for them to take X off their plate of things to do. Trinity makes people's dreams come true. Yeah, she sells house. She sells houses. She makes people's dreams come true because first time homebuyers, right? Who better to work with than a first time homebuyer? Yeah. Yeah. The the look on their face when they close and then when they go to their house with their keys for the first time is priceless, isn't it?
1: It is. And That is one of the key components that I love that Mike does with his clients is asking them these questions so they can formulate a really strong elevator pitch. Um, And that is what's going to set you apart. Because if you think about it, when you're in a networking situation, whether it's you're just meeting someone for the first time or you're in a formalized networking setting where you know, you're know you going around the room introducing yourself. Um, you need to be able to set yourself apart from the 10, 15 or 20 other people that that person talked to that day. And that's what we call, I always talk about the pattern interrupt, but Mike helps people come up with what that pattern interrupt is going to be. So you don't sound like every other travel agent or you don't sound like every other car washer, or every other real estate agent, or every other mortgage broker that's out there because we all work in industries that are very competitive and you have to figure out a way to make yourself stand out. And that's what Mike does with, with Pitch Your Niche.
0: What emotion do you give your clients? One of the things we give our clients, which we love, is that aha moment. When you talk about something, and either we suggest it or they come up with it, they're like, oh, that is so good. And things speed up. Once you hit an aha moment of, oh, that'll make a huge difference. Life speeds up in a small business when you have those moments. So we love those. and They're usually little moments. It's not like, oh, I just made $100,000 with that decision. You might, we hope you do, but it's a lot of it's incremental. So that's what motivates us is to help our clients get to that aha moment. So what emotion do you provide for your clients that they're like, oh, this changes a lot. It doesn't have to change everything for them, but wow, this changes a lot of things for me. That is what you do.
1: And before we move on, we're going to talk really quick about our third mastermind group. But um, every once in a while, Mike and I love to give shout outs to our listeners. And we got one of the nicest reviews on Google from one of our listeners. And I'm not sure where Grizel is from. Florida, uh, because she didn't state where she's from, but she is an active listener of the podcast, Brazil Puertos, We appreciate your five-star review. Um, it was awesome. And I love that she made sure to say that we are engaging, funny, quite educational, but not in a preachy, teachy kind of way.
0: <laughs> yeah. We're a lot of things. We are not that we're more <laughs> like, we'll look at you and just cock our head and go, dude, What's up? Why'd you do that? That usually gets a point across <laughs> quicker, so.
1: But we really do listen to our, yes. the feedback from our listeners. And I do actually read all of the reviews that we get on Alignable and Google and Facebook. So um, I really appreciate that five-star review. And if you're listening or watching, and you think the show is fun, and you think that Mike and I are kind of goofy, and you want to give us some shout outs, we would appreciate your five-star review too. And as always, if there's any reason that you wouldn't give us five stars, please contact me first because <laughs> I will fix whatever it is
0: that we can is we stopping can, us from yeah. five stars. We can explain. So real quick, yeah. the last uh, mastermind is is get, retain, and grow clients. So we talk about how to source them, uh, the intake of the clients, the retention of the clients, how to upsell them to a bigger product, a new product, depending on the growth of their company. And at the end of the day, turn them into raving fans. So And they-
1: this, um, this is going to be one of our flagship offerings in terms of what we do for mastermind groups because... In every small business, you are, you're a salesperson first and whether it's you doing the sales or somebody else that you've hired to do the sales, sales and marketing is the heart of what makes a business run and you could be awesome at client service, but if you don't get that client in the door in the first place, then too bad, too sad. You have a great client service process that never gets used. You could be amazing at keeping track of your books, but if you don't have any clients, then you're only gonna have one side of your PL and it's not gonna look very pretty. So, we like to make sure that anyone who has questions about how to get clients, how to manage those re- client relationships, retain those people, and of course, brainstorming just additional ways to get out there and grow that client base whether you're opening an online boutique or you're a law practice or you're a tanning salon or whatever your business is, number one is getting those clients in the door.
0: If you go to wiredtochange.com, that's with the number two. Go to events in the upper right-hand corner. That will take you to information to sign up for our mastermind groups, please do. We know we can help you. Um, we just, because we've done this a lot. And a lot of this is is simple. It's not easy, but it's simple once you follow Trinity's and buy advice and get your plan on paper.
1: And if you're listening to this podcast and it's after the start of one of these events, don't worry because we um, consistently have that site updated with our upcoming um, mastermind groups and other courses or offerings that we have.
0: And they can also find us on social media, but the best stuff, the best place to find information on our mastermind groups and our picture niche program is our website. And I think that's all we need to say on that Trinity. I know that's been fun wired to, there you go. It's on video now. You can, yeah, you can do, if yep. you're, you know, hand signals of wired to change with the number two. So, uh, but anyways, uh, please check that out. We know we can help you and we've enjoyed today with Trinity being home and me here. And we hope uh, all the tests come back negative so we can see you next time. And uh, my name is Mike Manning.
1: And I'm Trinity French.
0: And we'll see you next time on our Wired to Change podcast.